0: Welcome to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're taking your calls. The number to join us is 877 in time eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. 363 8463 We are two weeks away, Doug, from Election Day.
1: Wow.
2: That's hard to believe.
0: I think it's right at two weeks, just yeah. a little over perhaps. But it's coming quickly, and we yes, have a very special announcement to make around that. But not today.
2: Oh, okay. We're I not was ready. I excited. I thought you were about to lay it down now.
0: It we're right. not ready, but Doug's going to be running. No. <laughs> uh, we're not ready no. to uh, announce it yet, but there is an announcement coming, so stick around. Um, I think it should be announced this week, so be looking for that. We have something very special in store uh, for you all around what's coming for Election Day. Now, today, Doug... Mm-hmm. Are Republicans or Democrats correct? Yeah, that's um,
2: that's the question. That's so, the question. Yeah, we're going to look at that today. Uh, you know, we're living in some interesting <laughs> times, man. And so when we... This is one of those things, again, it may get me a little charged up today. So I just have to apologize right out of the, the barrel here. But, uh, mm. yeah, who's right in this debate about uh, the LGBTQ, LGBTQ and... Plus. Plus. Yes. And and children. Well, that's because,
0: so what's happened is is Virginia Democrats have proposed this bill that would add parents who refuse to affirm their child's gender identity, gender Mm -hmm. identity or sexual orientation um, to the state's definition of child abuse and neglect. Yeah. So if you have a child who decides, you know, little Johnny decides that they should be Sarah, um... And if you say, I'm not going to affirm that, mm-hmm. then you could
2: now be um, child abusing
0: well, and they neglect.
2: They said even in one article that I read, maybe not this one, but they, in one of the articles said that you could even possibly have your children taken away from you. Well, if you're abusing your child, you should have your children taken away from you.
3: <laughs>
0: but yeah. in this case, it, we're it, saying that that's abuse. child abuse. Right. And so, of course, CPS can come in. If you have a legit case of child abuse or neglect, CPS can come in and take your children away. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we're facing here, at least in Virginia, which, of course, precedent will be established if it does pass. And we'll mm-hmm. see
2: it more and more. But Now, remember also, Virginia is a state where they have legal abortion for full-term pregnancy. So the baby can be born in Virginia. This is something that passed a couple years ago. baby could be born in Virginia, and the mother and father could decide at that point, we don't want this baby, we want to abort this pregnancy after the baby's actually out of the womb. So So that doesn't count as child abuse or neglect? Not according to the Virginia. It counts as
0: abortion. Yeah. Legal abortion. Yeah,
2: but don't tell little Johnny he can't be Sarah. uh, Sarah. Yeah. yeah. Now, on the contrary, Michigan GOP,
0: mm-hmm. they've introduced a bill defining gender transitions for minors as child abuse. So the exact opposite. If, if this transition does occur mm-hmm. or is attempted, that would be considered child abuse. So because of these two stories coming to light here, we're throwing it out. I mean, they're dramatically opposed mm-hmm. um, to dr- dramatically opposing abuse. So who's correct, the Republicans or the Democrats? And that's what we're going to talk about today, specifically. And Doug, um, obviously, this show's called Into the Age. We right. talk about Bible prophecy. Mm-hmm. We explain current events through a lens of Bible prophecy. So in this particular case, we're not going to say that this is the mark of the beast, even though that case could be made. Just maybe not the prophetic <laughs> implications right. there. Um, it's not World War Three. It's mm-hmm. not a peace treaty. So what, how do we make this connection, if there is one to be made,
2: to yeah. what we see is coming before, before Jesus' second coming? Right. So, I mean, there's, there's probably more than one way that we could kind of tie this into Bible prophecy because, for one thing, the Bible tells us that in the last days, the days are going to be like the days of Noah and the days of Lot. And so we, we know uh, from Scripture that um, in Noah's case, God said that the hearts of men desired for evil all the time. That's what they desired all the time. Uh, in, the, in the case of Lot, we have Sodom and Gomorrah and, uh, you know, the story of what was happening there. And so um, we're, we're looking at it from a prophetic lens. If we're looking at we're in those days again. I mean, now we're at the point where they have legalized homosexual marriage in uh, all the states. Uh, And, you know, just like we talked about a while ago, uh, a full term abortion is allowed in Virginia, this place where this other bill was being introduced, that parents can be considered uh, child abusers if they will not allow their children to have uh, this transgender. uh, I mean, I think from reading the article, Vincent, you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think that it says that... uh, even not acknowledging their pronouns and uh, you know what they prefer to be called is also considered abuse there. Uh, so, I mean, we're talking about that prophetically. We're in those days. We're in the last days when we're talking about these things happening in this country. But also... We're going to see a a, a clear dividing line beginning to happen here in the last days. The Bible tells us that um, there's, there's going to be a war against the saints of God. So if you're holding on to biblical principles in the last days... You're going to be the one that they're warring against. You're going to be the ones considered the outlaws or the bad guys. Uh, we've seen this before. Look at the disciples of Jesus Christ. When they were going out and evangelizing into the world, everybody was wanting to stop them from spreading the truth of what Jesus had taught. And so we're, we're going to come back to days like that. And that's what the Great Tribulation is about. So there's different ways to tie this into prophecy for certain uh, but this is more, today's going to be more of a political view, I guess, of politics and religion. Well, it's important that we do talk
0: about these things because they do have prophetic implications as well. Absolutely. So, like we said, election day is coming. Mm-hmm. So if there are candidates that support things that, as Christians, that we don't believe,
2: mm-hmm.
0: we should know about that before we go and vote. Absolutely. So we should be looking into this stuff and figuring out, you know who is who and mm-hmm. how we should vote um according to our convictions, yeah, you know if a person you know for me, I don't personally go and say, "Give me all republicans right you know i I want to know that this person sees it the way that i I believe right, and that they have the country or the city or whatever it is the best interest. As as far as I'm concerned, and that's how I vote. And so um, you can't do that if you don't really know what this person's promoting. Right. So we need to be talking about these types of things so we can know who's on the ballot and what they support, mm-hmm. and pray for these folks. I mean, Absolutely. above everything else, regardless of who ends up getting elected, we should be praying for these folks because they hold such an important part of our nation and the direction that we're headed. Mm-hmm. And so. This is a very sobering uh, conversation that we're going to have because um, it hits home for people like you and I. So don't go anywhere. They certainly don't want us talking about this, but we're going to anyway, so don't go anywhere.
4: Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit in, and be
0: filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according
4: to Bible prophecy. Go to intime.com/future or call 800 intime. That's 800-363-8463.
5: Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided.
1: gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end time prophecy call one 800 end or visit endtime.com slash events for more information
0: Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're taking your calls. The number to join us is 877-ENTIME, 877-363-8463. Are Republicans or Democrats correct? That's what we're talking about today, specifically around the gender identity, sexual orientation affirmation from parents. Uh, they have quite the opposing view, and so we're going to talk about it today. We'd love to get your perspective. Give us a call 877-N-TIME. Also, I do want to make mention that Dave and Jana will be in Forest Lake, Minnesota, this week it ought to be nice and warm for them there, Doug.
2: <laughs> you could probably do some ice fishing already there.
0: <laughs> yeah, they could probably use some global warming, right? Yeah, that would for help. Sure. Um, but uh, Dave will be teaching Saturday night at 6 pm. on the future, according to Bible prophecy. I think you might hit on climate change in that lesson. No also breaking prophecy news on Sunday morning at 10 a.m. So if you're in the Forest Lake, Minnesota area, I believe it's north of St. Paul. Or Minneapolis, or both. I'm not exactly sure which side it falls on, but nonetheless, if you're in the area, make plans to come out, meet Dave and Jana, enjoy a conference with a bunch of like-minded folks. Again, with this election season coming up, uh, you know it's really a a great benefit to um, meet meet people that believe the way you do, pray the way you do, and so there'll be a bunch of folks like that at the uh Forest Lake Minnesota conference. So make plans to come out. You can go to endtime.com slash events to learn more or give us a call eight hundred N Time's number two call for you're, more information. You're a Minnesota that. Viking fan too, so you know I am and I'm really <laughs> upset with their um mascot selection. You know they did a um happy they didn't do Columbus Day. They did the other one and I'm, I'm failing to remember what it is but um they wouldn't say happy here. Columbus Day. Oh really? And I'm going, dude. Your guys' um, mascot is the Vikings. Right. These crazy Norseman dudes that, that would come yeah, and
2: conquered places,
0: rape women and <laughs> and kill children, and you won't say Happy Columbus Day because of how wow. bad of a guy he was. Wow. Really interesting. But my dad raised me a Vikings fan, so as far as the NFL is concerned, that is who I've always cheered for. Mm-hmm. Don't necessarily care for their politics.
2: But um Herschel Walker started off there.
0: Yeah. Right. That before was I was
2: his, born. His NFL career started in Minnesota and now he's running for governor of Georgia. Okay. Yeah. How Thank about you. that? How about it? He ended up a cowboy though, so. Okay.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> who's right? Republicans <laughs> or Democrats? Right. Now I do need to make mention that um Facebook doesn't like us talking about this. I'm sure you all remember A few weeks ago when we had the gentleman from Canada on the show from Orlando, the title of that show was A Canadian Perspective of Justin Trudeau. And Doug, one thing that we do to try to get this message out is we will pay Facebook to boost our videos so more people can be exposed to the message. And we try to do that. Um, It's not a lot of money. You can put as little as $10 in it and it will go up in front of more people. And so we'll do that from time to time. And so for this particular video, we tried to do it. And Facebook blocked it and said Mm -hmm. um, this is not a video that can be boosted because it doesn't align with our whatever policies. Wow. And so, you know, we try to do that for a number of videos, and we get blocked pretty regularly. Mm -hmm. And uh, the last one that you and I did was Chase Bank Cancels Kanye West and Christian Organizations. They didn't like that one either. So um, by simply asking the question, are Republicans or Democrats correct? It's probably going to get us uh, shadow banned a bit yeah. um, because of political reasons. They don't, they don't allow you to boost political ads and things like that. And so they'll just throw us in that category blindly, and it is what it is. So we need your help. If you can hit share, if you can hit the heart icon... In fact, you know what we're talking about, the LGBTQ plus situation with uh, whether or not affirming your child's gender identity or sexual orientation is child abuse or not. That's what we're talking about today. And we're asking, who's right about this, Republicans or Democrats? So um, if you would take the time and comment on Facebook or YouTube or wherever you're watching at, comment and say which one you think. Is it GOP or is it Democrats? Simply by doing that, it will help get in front of your friends and family's eyes on their timeline. And so let us know who you think is correct on this particular issue, GOP or Democrats. Comment GOP or comment Democrats. And then you can argue it all night long if you'd like. There'll (laughs) be plenty of that available on social media like there normally is. So um, let's get into these stories, Doug, because we think they're important, and we want to right. share them now. And, of course, like I said, folks can comment what they what they think about it. Um, a Virginia legislator has proposed a bill that would add parents who refuse to affirm their child's gender, identity, or sexual orientation to the state's definition of child abuse and neglect. Democrat Virginia... Uh, delicate Elizabeth Guzman told ABC Affiliate 7 News that she decided to introduce the bill after Governor Youngkin's administration released guidelines limiting what teams transgender students can compete on and increasing the parental consent requirements for students who wish to change their name or preferred pronouns. If the child shares with those mandated reporters what they are going through, we are talking about not only physical abuse or mental abuse, what the job of that mandated reporter is to inform child protective services or CPS. Mm -hmm. And then that's how everybody gets involved. Yay, we always love it when there's more government involved. And like I said, (laughs) there are cases where this is absolutely necessary. Children are being abused and there needs to be intervention. But I don't necessarily, not necessarily, I don't support this one whatsoever. Uh, There's also an investigation in place that's not only from a social worker, but there's also a police investigation before we make the decision that there's going to be a CPS charge. When asked what, excuse me, when asked what consequences parents could face, Guzman said, well, we first have to complete an investigation. It could be a felony. It could be a misdemeanor. But we know that CPS charge could harm your employment, could harm their education, because nowadays many people do a CPS database search before offering employment. Mm -hmm. She also denied potential accusations that the legislation is criminalizing parents, saying no it's not, it's educating parents because Mm -hmm. the law tells you the do's and don'ts. So this law is telling you do not abuse your children because they're LGBTQ. Guzman went on to say, when asked if the legislation infringes on religious beliefs, that, quote, the Bible says to accept everyone for who they are. So that's what I tell them when they ask me that question, and that's what I will continue to tell people. You know, we all have a commitment to God, and for those believers out there, we know that there's life after life, and there's going to be a conversation between that person and God, and that's what we're after, to go by what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. It's not my job to judge anyone. (laughs) It's my job to help people.
2: Hmm. Interesting. So, once again, we have somebody quoting the Bible, kind of like Satan quotes the Bible, Vince, just kind of putting their own spin on it to make it fit their uh, agenda and what they got going on. You know, on Friday we talked about Miss Pentecost being at a Methodist church in Florida, um, uh, the Pastor there referred to uh, what a champion this uh, person was for coming out in drag and, and the transgender pastor that he had there to speak to his church reminded him of uh, Romans twelve two and how we 're not supposed to conform to the world and how this Miss Pentecost Cost was not conforming to the world standards. Now for those Doug who weren't watching, what who what is Miss Pentecost? Yeah, What's so, that about? So Miss Pen Miss is a um a man who is going to uh he's trying to get his minister's license, I guess, with the United Methodist Church and he goes around evangelizing as a transgender. He is a openly gay Man and he likes to dress in uh, women's clothing and go out and perform. And so that's what he does. He goes around to these churches and he preaches to these churches uh, that allow him to come in in this character of Miss Penny Cost. Uh, And so um, it's... uh, Vince, I'm just going to stop right there because uh, it's just a messed up situation, folks. And and that's the world we live in. And that's how it ties into prophecy. Uh, So that's where we're at right now. And and we've got these people that are quoting the Bible, that are quoting the Bible like the devil quotes the Bible when he tries to uh, confuse people and get them to just take the Scripture and make it mean whatever they want. There are thousands of people out there, Vince, that believe that, Three different people can read the same scripture and come up with three different ideas about what that scripture is. I'm going to tell you right now that if you're a spirit-led individual that's been born again, in the water and the spirit, like the Bible says, you're not going to have a different interpretation of what the Word of God says. Okay, If you're being led by the Spirit of God, you're going to be led in the spirit and not in the flesh. I told you, this gets me wound up. And we can't look at the Bible from a fleshly point of view. We have to look at the Bible, and and we have to uh, worship God in spirit and in truth. So we've got to understand the Word of God, and we've also got to be led by the Spirit of God. Well,
0: um, are you implying
2: that all spirit-led people will agree on every verse in the Bible its meaning? No, I'm not saying that you're going to agree with it. Maybe you might get something a little different out of it, but you're not going to totally blow it out of the water as being wrong like these folks are. Well, we, we uh,
0: know and love spirit-led people who don't agree with us about the timing of the rapture.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, But these things are not a salvation issue.
0: Okay, so you're specifically talking about salvation issues.
2: I'm talking about, man, you can read the Word of God, and if you read the Word of God and you're being true to yourself, you cannot twist those things around to fit your agenda. I'm sorry, you just can't do it, Vince. It's not going to happen.
0: And so. Um, but it sounds like you're saying if you don't agree, then maybe you're not spirit led.
2: And somebody's got to be wrong if there's two opposing views on a certain scripture. How many people do you know that have two opposing views on a scripture like this? Like what? Like what this person said in this oh, article.
0: I, 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 but okay. I'm just, I just. want to make sure I understand what you're saying. So you're only talking about salvation issues, right?
2: Yeah, I'm talking. Well, you, I still believe that if you're truly <laughs> seeking God with all of your heart, your mind. He's and your down spirit, on the table, folks. That you are going to see the truth of the Word of God. There is a truth in there, and there's there's truth, and then there's not so much truth. So, is it possible it. to have some truth, but maybe not everything's been revealed yet? Yeah, absolutely, because the Bible tells us that in Scripture. It says that when people's hearts are ready to receive the full truth, God gives them the full truth of that. You can read a Scripture and not get all the truth out of that Scripture and then come back and read it again later and go, oh, how did I miss that before? But you've got to be seeking God, and you've got to be seeking it with your whole heart in order to get it. And you're not going to come up with something completely opposite of what that Scripture says if you're truly seeking God. That's what these people are doing. If a minister can stand in a church and say that Romans chapter 12 verse 2 is talking about going against what the world sees as normal and and that a man can dress like a woman and go out and live for God, dress like a woman, when Scripture definitely tells you it tells you in scripture that there's certain people that won't even see the kingdom of God. Effeminate folks are are part of that. I think if a man's putting on a dress and going out and and teaching the word of God to people dressed as a woman, guess what? He's got something totally messed up about the Bible. Okay? So uh when we look at what this person is saying about the the Bible and what the Bible says about the LGBTQ situation this says that the bible tells us to accept everyone for who they are so that uh that's what this person tells them and that we are uh, supposed to do that you're just supposed to accept people for who they are so we're not supposed to tell anybody hey your lifestyle is not a lifestyle that's a biblical lifestyle
0: it's a That's, great opportunity to remind <laughs> folks that the lines are open. There you go. Give us a call. We've got nobody in time, calling in right now. 877-363-8463. What do you think? Are the Republicans or the Democrats correct about this particular issue? What do you think about Doug's statements so far? He's pounding <laughs> the desk. He's ready to talk to you, I'll just tell you.
2: So yeah. give us so, a call. Let's look at Genesis chapter one, for instance, Vince. And and when you look at that, what does that scripture tell us? that God created man in his own image. And how did he create man? He created a male and female, right? Yep. And so if if that's what we are, then God created me a male. I'm not a female. I'm born a male, right? So there's not, I can't just go and say tomorrow, I think God made a mistake making me a male. I want to be a woman and start dressing like a woman and pretend to be a woman and going out and expect you as a same person to sit there and tell me. Doug, if
0: you said that, you would no longer be on end of the age. <laughs> right. That would be the end of the Why end, age. Why wouldn't I, though? Why
2: wouldn't I, Vince? Why would I not be on there?
0: Well, I'll tell you. Um, okay. Well, you know, this is maybe a strong statement, but I would say you have something wrong with you
2: mentally. Okay. Yeah. I would agree with that statement, Vince. So. And I think wait. it's scientifically provable. Right. On top of On top of biblically
0: provable. Spirit-led thinking. (laughs) You're right. And I think that I'm fine saying, okay, that's how that person is, but they need to be transformed and born again. Right. Just like I've been. My life was jacked up. Right. And I don't always do it right every single day. And I need to my mind to be renewed. And I need exactly. to come
2: to the Lord and say, Come Man, on now, and that's what I'm talking my about.
0: My flesh is jacked up, God. Right. Like I need you to change me big yeah. time. Yeah. Because my defaults are not always in alignment with scripture. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. I've got to come to the Lord with self honesty and I've got to be willing to change. And right. I don't believe that if I don't come with self honesty and being willing to change whatever it is, mm-hmm. I'm not sure that I get the revelation, right? Because I'm not self-honest. What's wrong with it's like, you know, if I think I'm driving the best car in the parking lot, which I'm not, by the way, your cars way better than mine. But <laughs> if I think I've got the best car, I have no reason to upgrade the car or right. whatever. If I think, if I don't think I need to lose weight, I'm not going to lose weight, and
2: so forth. And so, well, we can't woo. be cafeteria Christians. My, my, my! We can't pick. Don't and go Irvin on them, Doug. We can't pick and choose what we like about scripture. We'll be right back.
4: Or go to endtime.com.
1: If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button.
0: Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Segal here with Doug Norvell. The number to call us live on the air is 877-877-363-8463. Are Republicans or Democrats correct? We're talking about the bills that are being proposed on whether or not affirming your child's gender identity or sexual orientation is child abuse. Democrats are saying in Virginia, Democrats in Virginia are saying that um, if, if your parents are refusing to do that that is considered child abuse and Michigan Republicans are saying that if you take that step Mm -hmm. of affirming uh, or rather gender transition specifically on minors that that is child abuse
2: right
0: so we're posing the question are Republicans
2: or Democrats correct and um, and at some point I I mean I feel like maybe uh I need to discuss (laughs) turn the afterburners off for a second but at some point we got to start asking ourselves is there any common sense left in this country <laughs> at all I mean we're, we're talking about children they're, they're teaching kids in kindergarten classes about homosexual books and things and I, I mean they you got to understand folks there's an agenda here you start on a child young and begin to change their mind about things and make them see things through a lens of something that you want to change their mind on and I mean that's what they're doing. It begins to manipulate this child and it, it mm. coming from coming from a background of law enforcement and, and going through some of the training I went through, it's like a groomer that is grooming a child to be abused. Uh as you begin to open doorways to, to children and, and read them books and tell them stories about this kind of stuff. It's almost as if they're grooming them to grow up to be a victim of something. And and so it's just it's it's very irritating to me, and um, I'm, I'm fired up today, and I apologize. I am pounding the, the desk, but I'm telling you. I've never seen you that, do that. Well, I know. And I'm, I, like I said, I, I got like to turn the afterburns like off it. a little bit. But these these things, it's getting to the point to where I'm just saying, look, we're, we're up with, like you said, we're a, a few weeks away from an election that could turn things around for this country and get us back on track to being a, a nation that's really trying to be, great again you know and, and i'm not trying to be a, a uh. trumper here but what i'm trying to tell you is if we're going to turn this country around and stop heading like a snowball toward hell is is the way i feel like we're heading right now i feel like we're just rolling down a hill and we're just getting ready to go where there's a point of no return in this country if we keep letting things go like this vince if we're arresting parents and putting them in jail because they will not call Tommy, Susan, or whatever, we said a while ago, if they're not calling their little, their little boy by his, his girl name and he's, and he's like eight and the kid doesn't know what pair of socks to put on right now. You know, I mean, we've got somewhere we've got to come back to common sense. And this happened, Vince, a long time ago. Back when, you know, I got out of elementary school, they stopped allowing The Bible to be read. They stopped allowing a pledge for the day. We used to open up our school day as a child, and it was a big deal for me when I was a little kid to get to go up to the principal's office on the PA system and read that Bible scripture, and we would say a prayer in the morning. We'd say, Pledge of Allegiance, and we would do those things, but we've taken that out of our schools now, and I know school teachers. You know, we've got school teachers that follow this program and that are friends with End Time Ministries, that have left public school because they no longer agree with what is being taught in public school and they become uh, private school teachers and things because of this. Uh, it's it's like a an illness going on in this country right now where people are just like, if it feels good, do it. And that's what the devil wants everybody to do. If it goes against God's word, but it feels good in your flesh, hey, just go with it. It's okay. It can be whatever you want it to be because... You know, you don't have to listen to what God says. That's exactly what happened in the Garden of Eden. So anyway, I'm coming in for a landing. You go. You take it. Go, Ben. I I was going to tell you that
0: um, (laughs) I was actually talking today about Sodom and Gomorrah Mm -hmm. and how wicked things had to be for some angels to come into town. Now, whether they knew they were angels or not, I don't believe it states specifically. But nonetheless, there are new people in town who... Some of the men had not experienced yet mm-hmm. uh, sexually. Right. And so these men come up to Lot's door, and they're, like, trying to beat the door down to come in and, and get these guys. Yeah, and abuse these men. How wicked mm-hmm. did Sodom and Gomorrah have to be, these these men there, um, where there's just some new people in town, and we've got to go.
2: right. Abuse and, and, them. And not only that, but and why, had, and right, like, he offered up his two virgin daughters to these people. And they're like, no, we want those guys. Wacky stuff. That is crazy. Yes, and so okay. when temptation comes, it's
0: right now. Right. You know, it doesn't typically say, well, okay, we'll do that. You know, next Thursday sounds good for that temptation. <laughs> right. No, it's something that we've got to pursue right this moment. And yeah. um, usually followed by a lot of regret. And, um, you know, I, we just need to be led by the Spirit, like you were saying, Doug. We yeah. need to be um, sincere seekers of the Spirit, sincere seekers of God's Word. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, you know, ultimately, Doug, I would say, similar to what you said, if you're, if you're sincerely reading the Word and being led by a Spirit, mm-hmm. I think that's going to determine how you vote. Now, now, this is an important question, Doug, because a lot of people are going to watch this and and think that um, we are saying that Republicans are always correct. No, because no on this I mean. issue, we <laughs> side with Republicans. Yeah, the G, the Republicans of Michigan, we would side with them out of these two arguments. Mm-hmm. But are we saying that Republicans are always correct?
2: No, not at all. Not, or that Democrats are not. always incorrect? Absolutely not.
0: So. You know, I I think that's important to make clear before we get accused of of uh, being um, terrorists or whatever (laughs) we might get
2: accused of. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, the thing is, Vince, and and this is the thing: when we are, like you said earlier, we have to be uh, conscious of what people that are running for office believe in. And things like this are are red flags they should be to a believer in Christ. If we're born again, this should irritate our spirit for them to say that there's a possibility they can come in and take your child if you do not allow your child to have a sex change operation before they've even entered into puberty. Uh, These kids don't even understand what they're talking about. But, you know, I mean, you think about it, Vince. When you're an impressionable child and you're in a classroom and there may be a teacher who uh, is an openly gay teacher and they're telling you, they're telling your child, you know, these things that they can be whatever they want to be. Well, they look up to their teachers. They love and respect their teachers and they're going to have sympathy for what's being said there. And a child is impressionable. And so a child needs to wait until it becomes an adult in order to make life changing consequences like this. Once you do this, there's no going back. And so, you know, you've got to use common sense. And that's what I'm saying. And uh, so anyway, I just want to make that clear. Well, Even let's see though. what people think on,
0: on the calls, Doug. <laughs> okay, let's do it. See if they can't fire you up anymore. Let's go to Steve in Arkansas. Steve, welcome to Into the Age.
6: Hello, fellas.
0: Hi. Hey,
2: Steve.
6: It's hey, good to hear, hear you guys today. And I think the obvious answer to the question is definitely Republicans. I can't, in my wildest imagination, think that anyone that listen to this show would call in and say Democrats. But, um, you know, it's to me, guys, it's not just about Republicans and Democrats anymore. It's it's actually good against evil. And uh, there's a there's a cliche. I'm not sure who gets credit for it, but I've been reading this a lot here lately. It says evil wins when good men do nothing. And so I'm kind of inspired a little bit by Doug's, uh, uh, you know, or whatever you call it, because, you know, I I think it's time that Christian people uh, stand up and voice their opinion that, you know, uh, we're not going to take this anymore. You know, this this is wrong, and it's against moral standards. It's against God's principles. It's just wrong for uh, the government or whoever it is trying to take over our child's life. You know, we're, we're responsible for the raising of our children. And, you know, just one thought, and I'm I'm going to be quiet and let you all uh, respond. I I just wonder, uh, you know, if if, uh, the government or the CCS or whoever it is came to someone's house and said, we are going to take your children away from you because you won't allow this or that or this or that. Uh, I I wonder if they might be met with... uh, Hostility, opposition, you know, I, you know, I can't keep from having these thoughts in my mind. So I, mm. I'm just going to uh, listen to what you guys have to say about that.
2: Well, Steve, you, you make some really good points. And, you know, I'm, sometimes I'm not so sure that that's not what they're wanting is some reaction like that from people. Uh, you know I mean that 's one of the things that we we keep hearing about is the government 's going to do this and the government 's going to do that, and we 're going to go door to door if we have to, to do these things and I almost feel like they 're wanting a reaction from people that would cause uh, you know violence to happen and things like that. but the thing about it is we we have to restrain from ourselves from being uh, physical about these things and, and like we 've been talking about let 's be spirit led about them. We can, we can fight these things in the ballot polls like we were talking about when we go to elections and we vote uh, with a moral that is based on the word of God and we, and we vote on our conscience and things like that. But we can also pray and we can educate other people. You're beginning to see that, I think, too, Steve. If we, uh, if we look at some of the things that aren't in the mainstream media, we're seeing some people push back. There's been video of parents that have gone to school board meetings that have told their school board meetings, we want answers for the behaviors that you're allowing to be presented to our children. Um, There was a, a mom who went before a school board uh, just a couple of weeks ago to protest about a uh, drag queen being able to come in and perform for these uh, these children. And she did it in a way that was uh, a little revealing for herself. She wore the same outfit that this transgender man did when he came in and performed. And, of course, they shut her down and said, this is inappropriate. But it wasn't inappropriate for a man to be dressed like that in drag and perform for these kids. And that was her point. And that's what I'm talking about is she went to an extreme, but it's like... Where's the common sense here? Somewhere or another, we got to get back to that. So totally agree with you, Steve.
6: Yeah, and you know, guys, and I'm not going against what you say. You know, I, I don't think we need to be violent. But, but the, the, the problem that I see is if, if uh, and I'm not saying prayer, because I know prayer changes things like nothing else can. And I know prayer and, and voting are valid ways that we can voice and, and get our... Uh, our voices out there, but you know, if, if, uh, if they just keep going and keep going, I, I think it's just, that they, and you kind of alluded to this, they, maybe they want a reaction from us and they can just say, uh, look, ha- Hey, you, you know, you call yourself a Christian and you're behaving in a manner like that. But at the same time, if we just allow them to just come in our homes and take our children, mm-hmm. it's, uh, And I just want to say this, and I'm going to quit, guys. I appreciate y'all. I've been listening to y'all for a long, long time. I know in the area that I live in Arkansas, there is just an overwhelmingly large amount of people taking their kids out of public school
0: and homeschooling now.
2: Yeah. I think we're going to see that too, Steve. So thank you for your call today, Steve. We appreciate you. Thank thank you, guys. God God bless you,
0: Steve. Doug, i got to say, I've got a uh, four-year-old, two-year-old and a five-month-old. And if somebody shows up to my door trying to take my kids, may get a little violent. Huh? I mean, they're gonna think I'm crazy because yeah. of how I'll be praying. Yeah. And other reasons.
7: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't know, I asked the Lord, like God help me to deal with that in the proper manner, but I'm not yet determined where I'll be. But maybe we'll talk more on the other side of the break. Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. One quick reminder, Dave and Jana will be in Forest Lake, Minnesota this weekend, 6 p.m. Saturday night and 10 a.m. Sunday morning. We'd love for you to come out and meet Dave and Jana. Have a good time at one of our prophecy conferences. You can learn more about the address and additional details around the venue by going to endtime.com slash events or you can call us at 800 end time we'll be happy to help you out with that information we have a number of calls we want to try to get to all of them so we're going to quickly go to the phones Uh, let's go to stacy in pennsylvania stacy welcome to end of the age
8: hi thanks for having
0: me on absolutely thanks for calling
8: Hey, um I just wanted to first of all just say to Doug, I wanted to be able to just tell you with my voice that I'm really sorry about your dad. And uh just know that I've been praying and I, I know I just I'm praying you found comfort.
2: oh well, thank you, you Stacy.
8: So.
2: I appreciate yeah. that very much. Thank you.
8: Yeah. Um mm-hmm. so I'm calling about um obviously our issue at hand here that we're all dealing with. <laughs> Um, I'm dealing with it as a parent and a teacher. Um, I actually was in the brick-and-mortar schools for 18 years, and I left on my 19th year uh, because I don't want to ever have to be put in a situation where if I would teach that, if I won't teach that, then I'm going to lose my job, so I was trying to look ahead for my family because I know I would never teach that kind of stuff to our kids. the one one thing I can say too is, teachers, we learn uh, very quickly that we have to go by the law, which is in loco parentis, and that means that we are the parents of those children while the children are not with their uh, physical parents. Um, and we need to think about what do those parents want, because if no one's asking me what I want as a as a mother, and somebody's teaching that to my kids, then they have a legal battle on their hands. And That's just something, for me, I think that teachers need to think about, parents need to know, because I don't know if anybody knows about those legal rights. Um, So that's just one thing I want to say. And plus, I do want to say that I definitely agree with you that this is absolutely grooming. Um, I know this personally because I have been groomed, Mm -hmm. um, and I can see it from a mile away. And that's absolutely what this is. So I guess I'm just calling – I don't have a question. Mine's more just saying – yeah. how i feel as a teacher and a parent yeah. and that this is an abomination and that's all that is is that it's Satan getting in he's infiltrating the places that were soft areas like our educational system um and that's exactly what happened and here we are
2: yeah well stacy we we definitely appreciate your perspective on it and i know that you and i've spoken a number of times about the situation going on there uh in the school systems and why you left and uh so I, I appreciate your call today, appreciate that perspective, and I agree with you 100%. Yep,
8: I'm an angry mama bear, just like <laughs> everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Thank you.
2: All right, thank Thanks, you. Stacey.
0: Let's go to John in Tennessee. John, welcome to End of the Age. Hello. Hey, John. Good to yeah. hear from you.
7: Uh, all of a sudden, I had a big noise on my phone. <laughs> anyway, Good afternoon.
2: <laughs> good afternoon.
7: Can you tell me who it is that is supposed to be uh, asking the kids if they want to change their gender?
2: That's a very good question. I have no idea. How about you, Vince? You know, is
7: that a fully licensed, medically trained child psychiatrist?
0: Fantastic.
7: I'm not sure if that
0: would matter, (laughs) John.
8: (laughs) Or
7: is it somebody that's got, you know, like an ancillary... Class they took in uh, Barber College that's gonna ask that's gonna tell them that they're psycho people.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's a fantastic point you you make there, and and you know what Vince said as well. It, it may not even matter, especially to a parent. I know. Uh, I mean, it, it's a question that wh- why would they even be asking it of a child? That's my thing. Is how is that even appropriate? I mean. I don't know how I would have responded to something like that when I was in school if somebody asked me a crazy question like that, if I was sure I was a, I think, a male or a female. I think
7: I'd have just looked at him, dumbfounded.
2: <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah.
7: But how, how? what about if they asked them today in school, would you rather be the principal or uh, a student? And if a five-year-old said, I want to be principal, mm-hmm. and the principal did not resign and allow the child to take over his job, could not the principal be charged with child abuse and jail?
2: I mean, based on their theories of things, uh, it could happen. Well, uh, I, no I heard problem. just today that there was one school district that uh, a woman had a daughter that identified as a cat. And this child wanted a litter box placed in the bathroom, and the school district did it. They they agreed they that this child that believes she is a cat needed a, I, I guess, a, a human-sized cat litter box. I mean, that is twisted and warped in so many ways, and, and they're going along with it. It's like, I, I don't know if they're afraid of lawsuits or what they're afraid of.
0: Well, I'm not an English really major, but right I do believe... That uh, principle, kind of is a John, principle is a noun, John. Principle, I believe, is a noun, not a pronoun, so therefore <laughs> it does not
2: count for this particular conversation. <laughs> That's how ludicrous this stuff is. Uh,
7: <laughs> you're talking to a guy who, in high school, got a D-minus one year in English because I told the teacher I refused to diagram Samson. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I would never in my life ever be standing talking to someone and say, excuse me, and grab a chalkboard. The sentence I just said to you has pronouns and verbs, and I'm going to show you what they were. Oh, yeah. so no. Right? Right. I didn't really care. It. <laughs> no, it's just I'm not surprised that this thing is happening. Yeah, They will find other weird things to throw at parents. So they can do just exactly what they're saying, because every uh, communist and or fascist ruling system that's ever had has had schools for children where the parents have been eliminated from the teaching process. Yeah. Hitler did it, the Hitler Youth, and the Soviets made towns out of their schools to teach kids what they wanted them to know. Yes, sir. So uh, it's really not surprising to me, but what is surprising is that I have a feeling that in Virginia, for some reason, there's a lot of Democrat support. Unless Youngkin can, can change their minds, they might even pass it. So it's uh, that's scary. Yes, sir. But the whole thing is, ridiculous. It's like you said, they should have common sense.
0: John, we always appreciate hearing from you. We've got a number of calls we need to get to before the show goes, but we always love when you call and uh, share your perspective and ask thought-provoking questions. So thank you so much for calling. Uh, Let's go to Shakita in Michigan, uh, right one of the states we're talking about, Doug. Mm -hmm. Shakita, welcome to End of the Age.
9: How are you doing, Vince? Um, I just, I really agree with not teaching homosexuality in school i agree with teachers not putting stickers on the door because a lot of times when i go into the school system they have they'll have projected stickers on the door saying what they stand for and and that doesn't give a child chance to grow or to become who they really are and just working for the state i find that 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 is a form of neglect and abuse
0: so you work for the and state is that what you're saying
9: I, at one point I did. I don't, I don't, I don't anymore. Mm. But just looking back, it is, they call it a form of therapeutic intervention. When we prescribe and we allow our children to predict who they want. I'm just looking into the future. And um, me and my daughter were had, we were having a conversation about jazz, the little, the little boy that turned into a girl. Now he's facing, now he has depression and anxiety and, and um, she was telling me he was groomed from since he was a young child to now, and now he's now he's having a mental breakdown or something, and he's not wanting to go back to school. So we got to give our kids to God and allow them to grow. That's pretty much all I have to say. Yeah.
2: Well, thank you, Shakita. We appreciate your call today. Love it. All right, let's go
0: to uh, Joe in New York. Joe, welcome to End of the Age.
1: You guys look tremendous. How are you?
0: We're well. How are you, yeah.
1: Joe? I'm still breathing amazingly. Listen, listen, you know, you 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 guys are using the the the, uh, the term common sense. There's no common sense involved. This it's satanic. The whole thing is we have to do the basics. The basics is any human being who's not hidden in christ can be manipulated by by evil spirits this whole thing across the board is evil it is evil and we we can we can discuss for hours how do we deal with it we deal it deal with it by the holy spirit within us leaning into the scriptures, because what we see taking place is what you guys talk about with Irvin. We're living in it. The separation is going on. The good is being separated from the evil. Anyone that has children has to take their children out of this system. Homeschooling. Now, here's where the churches, the real churches, should start schools I know it may cost some money, but listen, you can't let these people steal your children. It's beyond, it has nothing to do with common sense. There's an evil force behind it. Satan will use anything and everything to upset us. He would like to see us be violent. He would really love to because that's, that's the foundation of of evil is becoming violent. And I'll tell you... When you have small children and somebody knocks on your door to take your children and you have a gun, I wouldn't be surprised if people start blowing people away. So we can't go by that. we got to go by the word of God. We have to separate ourselves from the system. And it comes to the voting. Listen to what the politicians are saying. The present administration is totally nuts. It has nothing to do with sense and common sense. It has to do what is the Spirit of God and what is Satan's spirit, and he's manipulating those. And we can't let it draw us away from the foundation of the Word of God. But everything that the Lord Jesus said in Matthew 24 is taking place right now we're living in it and he explained it to us in 24 verse 9 it says they will hand you over for tribulation they will kill you and you will be hated by all nations because of my name it's taking place satan will use anything to try to bring us down to his level we by holy spirit can rise above that we can live in a better place that takes using the scriptures, and using common sense. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of churches that are buying into the system. We have to separate ourselves from those false churches. And, and real believers that love the Lord have got to come together, start their own school systems, or do homeschooling. Common sense has nothing to do with it. You can, we cannot sit here and try to find sense in all of these things. It, it's insane. Yeah. It's insane. Little kids... Having drag queens teach little kids, it's nuts, nuts. There's no common sense. Satan is behind that. Satan wants to use anything he can to upset us and tear us apart. And we have to stand. We have to stand in the Word of God, remain calm, and use spiritual knowledge. And that's basically me spewing my stuff today.
0: (laughs) All right, Joe. We appreciate it, Joe. Um, You know, one thing that I talk about with anybody that will listen basically is how important our elders are mm-hmm. in the church and we need to um, not separate them in their own little group and not be around them. I want my kids to be around elders in the church. Absolutely. I want my kids to be around senior citizens that have lived this life mm-hmm. and can give me firsthand stories about what they've experienced Absolutely. and how to avoid that the stupid stuff. <laughs> They're willing to tell you how to avoid it. Yes they uh, are. We'll be back tomorrow at 3 p.m. <laughs> Central Time.